0: Uh, welcome back to A Little Faith. I am Levi. I am uh, the usual host of a Little Faith, but I wanted to introduce our new co-host, Mike Nielsen. How are you doing, Mike? Good. How are you, Levi? Pretty good. I'm really excited for you to be involved in the podcast. This show has been going on now oh, f- almost five years, uh, so we've had a few co-hosts, but I think it's great you're here. You You have your own podcasts, and tell everyone about kind of where you're from, where you live, how long you've lived there, what your shows are. Let's do that.
1: Yeah. So I am from Southern Ontario in Canada. You can probably tell by the Canadian accent eh? a in a little town called Grimsby. I attend the Mountain Grove Christadelphian Ecclesia uh, in Burlington. And yeah, I am a passionate runner and also a huge fan of podcasting, both from a listening perspective, but also a recording. Uh, you know, you and I have recorded many podcasts together, interviewing each other in our personal podcasting realm. I run a podcast called the runner's resource podcast, which is all about helping uh, runners to become better uh, through tips and tricks and trying to improve upon your time and enjoy the activity of running.
0: Nice. Yeah, I love that. Um, so, yeah, you're a natural fit for this show. We've known each other as friends and brothers, you know, in our, in our community um, for a long time. I think, do you think we met in 2006 or was
1: it earlier? The first time we met, I don't know the year, but I do remember the circumstances. I happened to be coming to Manitoulin to the youth conference right near the end. Okay. We were ships passing in the night. I was coming in and you were coming out. And we sort of ran into each other. I don't think we knew each other then, but that was the first time that we met. Now, oh. I don't know what you could probably maybe help me on the year on that one. It's got to be 2004
0: or 2005. Anyways, I'm, I'm thankful to be your friend for this long and uh, really excited to run the show with you. So you've done an interview now, which I haven't I haven't even heard yet because this episode's not out yet. This is really a live production. <laughs> um, uh, you've done an interview with Jessica Miller about Rise Up and Build, which I think will be great. How did... Uh, what were your takeaways from that interview?
1: Yeah, I, I think post-COVID has really affected both Ecclesias and our, our world in general. And how do we adapt to what life looks like in our world, uh, in a, in a post-COVID world? So, you know, how do Ecclesias look like? How can we support... Uh, people within the Ecclesia, but also I think there's some great benefits that have occurred uh, within our community that can support, you know, anyone who, you know, is living in isolation. But I think specifically what Jessica had talked about, and it's great takeaway is how can we, you know, really revitalize the Ecclesias. And I think we've maybe got a little stagnant in terms of some of the approaches to how we're, we're working out, Right. kind of our faith. And I think Rise Up and Build has some great opportunities to kind of reinvigorate the ecclesias on a kind of small level, but then also how can we be involved? And I think that was the great thing that COVID has done is, is brought everyone together uh, by these technology means, and right. Zoom being kind of one of them. So I think a two-fold kind of takeaway. One, how can we help the Ecclesias in a small basis, but then also how can we continue to be involved in a global group together, working together?
0: Right. Yeah. Love it. I'm really excited about that. Um, so that's the interview that's about to play. But in the meantime, just wanted to thank you again for joining the show. And I'm looking forward to doing this together. Thanks so much, Levi.
1: Well, welcome back to A Little Faith. I am joined today with Jessica Miller from Richmond, Virginia. Jessica, how are you today?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you. So, Jessica, you are here to join me today to discuss a new WCF initiative called Rise Up and Build. That's so right. can you tell our listeners a little bit about this project and what was the inspiration behind this North America-wide initiative?
2: Sure. Sure. So, rise up and build is something that's been in the works for about a year. I was approached, I think it was last February. And the idea was that our ecclesias and just our our world, really, has gone through a challenging few years. And our numbers in our ecclesias, especially in North America, are waning. So Rise Up and Build is intended to provide support for Ecclesias who may feel like they just need some reinvigoration after COVID or for whatever reason. So the verse that I see guiding this effort is Psalm 119 verse 25, which says, revive me according to your word. So this effort is really centered around that concept, that following God's ways provides revitalization and reinvigoration.
1: Yeah, I I think the world has changed quite a bit since COVID. And and as you've kind of made reference to that, you know, ecclesially as well, and, and there's lots of lessons to be learned, both good and bad. I think one of the great things that has happened since COVID is the connection of community Um, to the greater brotherhood. You know, you've got people who are in isolation that are able to join in on Zoom sessions, Bible classes, Sunday morning. And so there there are great learning things that have happened. But as you've made reference to since that time as well, I think we need to learn and grow as a community. And this Rise Up and Build is probably a great way of doing that. So kind of let's dig in a little bit more. I know we had chatted a little bit before uh, jumping on today. And I know there's sort of a three-component approach to Rise Up and Build. Why don't you kind of tell me a little bit about those?
2: Sure. So overall, we're wanting to provide ideas and resources and some templates and financial support and just assistance in a variety of ways. So the three different components, I'll go through them one by one. The first one is a quarterly initiative initiative which is designed to have both a touch and a teach element. So reaching out in practical ways to the community, as well as sharing God's word. So with each of these quarterly initiatives, we plan to pilot them first and then report the results and then extend the offer to participate to any interested Ecclesia, assuming the pilot goes well. So the first one is open right now. And uh, I'm sure you've seen these little free libraries that have been popping up the last few Mm -hmm. years. So that's a trademarked phrase. So we can't call it that, Uh, but we're calling our version a Bible book box, nice alliteration courtesy of Alan Ghent. So we're offering funding for Ecclesias who want to put one of these Bible book boxes up on their property. And WCF will provide the funding for getting started And we've also written, um, Sister Martha King has written a very exhaustive implementation guide as a former librarian. And that is to try to help support with the logistics because there was actually quite a learning curve to navigate kind of how do you make sure that only books you want in there are in there and just a lot of details like that. So we currently have one in Richmond and one in Toronto that are up and running, and we're ready now to take applications and help anyone else who'd like to get started.
1: What has kind of the learning been from that Toronto or Richmond location? What kind of success or failures have they had?
2: We've learned kind of what the flow, of course, everywhere is going to be different, but what the flow of output is. And for instance, in Toronto, I think they're going through 10 or 20 books a week. And wow. then in Richmond, we're only seeing about two, two, sometimes one um, book a week be taken. And so it's, it's very different. And that's been, you know, it's nice to kind of have both of those experiences so we can say a little bit more about what that ordering process might look like if you're going through a ton of books every week um and we have we provide some ideas for ordering books and also um getting donations and um vetting the books because we're doing all children's books so far and we do want to make sure that they're appropriate and you know doctrinally correct um and then also just learning Um, For instance, we have a, they all have a little tag, a little nameplate in them so that people know where to return them. But we've had to also say, please don't put other books in here. So we've gotten a few interesting contributions. (laughs) And so it's kind of helpful to have that process under our belt so we can kind of share how we navigated that.
1: Now, is there plans for any more of these initiatives Uh, that kind of through the pipeline? Is Anything kind of ready to go beyond that uh, Bible book box?
2: There's one currently being piloted or about to be piloted in Toronto, and it's a prayer walk that the Toronto North Ecclesia um, attempted to do, I think, in November, and then they got snowed out and it hasn't, (laughs) hasn't happened yet. They didn't want to risk a broken hip when you're trying to spread the word. So that initiative involves going out and praying for the community and leaving door hangers to say that you prayed for them and to leave an email address so that they can request prayers. And so as I'm sure you can imagine, we we would expect some positive and some potentially negative reception to that. So we're kind of, you know, that's a good, another reason to pilot it ahead of time and see how it goes.
1: Right, yeah, as with any of these, you know, you you try it out in a certain location, you see what works, what doesn't, uh, and then you can kind of bring that to the the greater group and say, you know, this is what we tried um and here's sort of your best practices. I think that's probably a good approach. Do you want to move on to that uh the second component? Sure.
2: Yeah, so the next component is what we're calling fresh ideas which will be a communique of some sort, um, a newsletter, or we haven't actually fully decided how we'll get that information out, um, but it'll be through a WCF communication of some kind where we'll share interesting efforts that ecclesias or individuals have done successfully. So the purpose of this is to bring good ideas to others who may not have thought of them. And these can be in reach or outreach focused. Our first one was a list of ideas for maximizing the hybrid Zoom service for ex- maximizing that experience for those in person and those online. And in the future, we hope to have interviews and some firsthand accounts for this section. Um, this first one is is um, just a list of bullets about what you know what other ecclesias have tried. But the idea with this one is it. We're not piloting it, we're kind of compiling what has already been done and sharing that.
1: And it would sort of sit on uh, like the WCF website for people to kind of peruse and look through?
2: Right, it would be housed somewhere on there and then it would also be sent out either in their, you know, one of their newsletters or it might get its own newsletter. We'll just see how that goes.
1: And then what's the third kind of component?
2: The third one is an online bulletin board to house information on um, ongoing Sunday services, Bible classes, as well as special events. And we also have a section of Sunday school resources for teachers. And this section will likely evolve some over time and we may add more features, but it's kind of just trying to compile a lot of the, the information that's out there into one place.
1: This one kind of seemed the most interesting to me, Uh, again, kind of thinking the broad idea of kind of what COVID has done uh, for the community uh, in that, as I said earlier, you know, when you have individuals living in isolation for, you know, let's go back 15 years ago, you would truly be in isolation. You wouldn't have the support that you would have now flash forward 15 years or so where you have zoom you have all these social media sites that you can stay in contact with people and i think this is just another great idea by using technology today in a positive manner to support the greater good of our community uh, to help those you know not just living in larger ecclesias that have the access to these great resources but now anyone no matter where you live, would have the same access. So I think this is that's a great kind of component uh, to help those, no matter where you're living.
2: Yeah, definitely. And we, were, I was talking with some people today about that. How Zoom for people who are have gotten older. Well, we've all gotten older during COVID, but there's people <laughs> who used to attend an online Bible class every week, and now have gotten older or maybe been affected by covid or other things and have gotten used to zoom and that's a, a place where zoom can really benefit you know it does have the downside of sometimes it's a little too easy if you would otherwise go on sunday morning to just stay in and stay in your pajamas and you know watch meeting so there's there's some positives and negatives, but I agree that interconnection has just been really a beautiful thing that's come out of COVID.
1: So, what would you say would be some of the successful outcomes of Rise Up and Build? You know, if, if this uh, snowballs and has great success, what do you think would be a good success for this program?
2: Success is a difficult thing to measure. You know, it's it's not it's not measured just by baptisms or just by attendance or, you know, there's a million ways to measure it. Mm -hmm. You would like to see thriving active Ecclesias that are attracting new members. And some Ecclesias are currently thriving and have a lot of great ideas and a lot of great things going and are growing and others are feeling a little lackluster. And I think have seen a decline in membership and, even if not in membership in engagement and we'd like to really just provide some support and infrastructure for that and I think if we saw Ecclesias implementing these uh, initiatives and being excited about them and um, sharing their successes and where they see room for improvement to me that would that would be a, a success.
1: I think you put it quite well with the word engagement and kind of going back to just the title itself, the idea of rise up and build the idea of, you know, working together in a project, either globally or, or within an individual ecclesia working together in a, in a positive manner to build each other up. I think that would be the great success of this. You know, if anyone listening is wanting to learn more information about this exciting new initiative What would be the best place for them to go to learn more about this program?
2: They can go to the WCF website. It's now listed there. And on the programs tab, it's got its very own tab. And you can read all about it there. You can apply to get a library. Um, You can read the fresh ideas. You can check out the online offerings on the bulletin board. And if you want to get involved on a deeper level and be involved in some of the organization. We are looking for more team members. So you can contact me.
1: We will make sure that we link up that email address in our show notes uh, for this episode, for sure.
2: Yeah. So yeah, feel free to reach out.
1: Well, thank you, Jessica, so much for your time. It was great to catch up with you and kind of learn more about this rise up and build initiative. And thank you so much for all the work that you've been doing on this project.
2: Thank you.